Listen in Fridays to the new feature Times Like This on Aro City Radio in partnership with Luxembourg Times. Emery from Lux Times joins us. Good morning. How are you? Sam, good. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, thanks uh, as always for joining us. Uh, lots to chat about, so I think we should just jump right into it. An interesting story about the uh, about Cargolux recording record profits. Right. Uh, so they did very well at a time of the pandemic that everyone else did very poorly. Um, basically, all their or most of their competition, uh, which is in the form of all those passenger jets that crisscross the world. Uh, they carry uh, lots and lots of cargo, and with them grounded, uh, Cargolux uh, had a capacity, and the prices just soared, and they were in a great shape, and uh, posted profits that were three and a half times their previous best ever. I mean, yeah, not, that's, that's not bad, really, is it? I mean, I, I guess it's something I had n- never really thought about, that all that cargo was traveling on passenger jets as well. I, I just... I mean, it makes total sense. Right. But it just never occurred to me that those planes were full of cargo as well as passengers and their, and their luggage. Right. <laughs> they, they, they make a lot. You know, they're, they're, again, tens of thousands of flights every day. Sure. Uh, and all of them carry some cargo. And when they're grounded, because we can't travel to Asia or Africa, uh-huh. or, uh, yeah, that capacity is gone. That's interesting. So, so what does that mean then for cargo looks? I mean, obviously, it's good to have all that money, but what are they doing with it? Well, the CEO is interesting in that uh, he said that, uh, you know, I uh, this is a very up and down business. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the uh, financial crisis of a decade ago, they had uh, five of their s- five years out of six were losing years, including their worst ever uh, record. They've been in business for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said, you know, I... I'm going to hold on to as much of the cash as possible, and and it will see us through bad times, which could be any year. Because uh, it's Cargolux is part owned by the state, right? Like two thirds, part a third by the state and a third by Luxair, which yes. is also s- s- sort of state owned. It as is well. state owned. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, uh, and I guess Luxair have made no money in the last year or the last eighteen months. So. Will it go towards propping them up as well and keeping them going? Well, you, we shall see. I mean, the state and, and Luxair are the big shareholders, and they will decide. Um, the CEO uh, did not favor that, but he said, but look, my job is to worry about cargo lux and not every, anything else. Uh, tell me about this story. So the headline says um, Luxembourg is a European hub for holding companies, and uh, they're going to start inspecting those companies over human rights. Why and what, what's that about? Well, so the government asked for uh, the University of Luxembourg to do a study um, about whether the country should pass a law requiring companies to consider human rights in who they do business with, um, how they do business. Um, and, you know, frankly, the uh, government is um, resistant to that. But uh, what kind of companies are we talking about? Is it companies that might be, I, I, I don't know, using sweatshops in Asia or, you know, on unethical farming things in, in different countries or, or what? Right. Well, Part of this was was uh, triggered by uh, the fact that Luxembourg refused to investigate an Israeli spyware firm, 
which uh, may have, its equipment may have tracked uh, the Saudi Arabian journalist Jamal Khashoggi, who was killed in a Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people said, hey, this software is being used by uh, governments to track people for intelligence purposes and used against, um, you know, dissidents. And maybe that's not great. And maybe uh, we should find out more about what this uh, company is using, who it's this company is selling to. So it's if you can't control what this company does, perhaps you can control who they are selling to in Luxembourg or who they are doing business with in Luxembourg. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the theory. Now, the issue is that Luxembourg has 50,000 uh, holding companies that are not, you know, don't have much presence here, but they are registered here. So... Part of the question is, well, should should they have to apply by such a law if it is adopted? Mm -hmm. So, again, uh, the, the experts, the folks at the uh, University of Luxembourg studied it, um, and I think they, they would prefer that it does extend even to these holding companies. And does it seem as though that – is that specific to Luxembourg then, or is that a more EU-wide initiative? Um, this is specific to Luxembourg mm -hmm. because uh, unlike um, some of our neighbors, uh, we do not have quite the same uh, controls on uh, who on, on what the obligations of companies are. Um, you know that they're, they're just it, it, this is a much more, free and open uh, business environment for corporations registered here. Uh, another study then that you've been looking at is one from the Centre for Equal Treatment, uh, which saw an increase in reports of discrimination last year, and they're going to start a, a new study into that. Is that right? Right. The, the uh, complaints of discrimination based on racial, gender, uh, disability, um, it hit a record uh, last year, and as a consequence, uh, Luxembourg is going to decide, well, we're going to question people about what their experience with discrimination has been, and they're going to reach out to 15,000 people. That's and, a big study, though. Yeah, it's very significant, uh, and you know, they're going to uh, break it down by the nationality in the country. So 52, 53 percent of those polled will be Luxembourgish. Mm -hmm. And then the rest, uh, like me anyway, a uh, emigre resident. Mm -hmm. So and they, and they just want to see what what is the what is the experience of dim discrimination in this country? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so a quarter of the cases cited uh, cited disability, and uh, uh, that was followed then by ethnic origin and gender. And I think that that is fairly reflective. I think we can often see around the place. There's a lot of places that are not accessible uh, to wheelchairs, for example, and things like that. So uh, yeah. um, that's certainly something that uh, that can and should be should be worked on. Uh, one in five Luxembourg residents reported having been a victim of at least one act of discrimination in the past three years. They they, they said so. Uh, definitely timely and uh, and well worth doing. What's this one then? Each hair on your head contains 19 noxious chemicals. Oh, you're safe from that one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it, Here's the thing. 
The fact is that that a lot of these chemicals that that are used in industrial processes are are not fully studied and how how long how they get into the body, how long they stay, mm -hmm. what effect they have in your body uh, after they're there for years and years has not been fully studied. And uh, so the researchers at uh, Luxembourg's uh, Institute of Health uh, analyzed hair samples uh, of almost 500 adults, uh, and they found that there are, they identified lots of chemicals, including, uh, you know, from, you know, this country's steel, steel making and polluting past mm -hmm. and uh, increasing use of pesticides. Um, so some of that is getting into our bodies. And uh, I believe in the, so that, that was 500 adults, but they've also studied uh, children's hairs as well, and they're going to release those results uh, soon. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, so it's not, like you said, it's not just sort of pesticides and things that might be, so there, there are older things, things that may be lingering from years gone by, like from mining times and things like that. Yeah, mining times. And, and you know, I, I've spoken to people who, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, when Luxembourg was uh, producing a lot of steel and those mills were, were operating nonstop, uh, you know, that the clouds of soot that came out of the stacks and and landed and covered cars and and gardens and so on uh all around them uh you know the that soot had chemicals that you know we are still not fully aware of what its effects are now people will probably remember uh in august 2019 there was a tornado in luxembourg and areas around bashraj uh were quite severely damaged a lot of homes and businesses um taking a, well yeah just a, hu a huge amount of structural damage and the support for them i believe has been fairly slow coming through although there has been um donations and a, a good sum uh, put towards that now right well the initial estimate was that this tornado or series of tornadoes um may have caused $100 million in property damage. And so far, um, insurers have, have paid out, uh, you know, I think it was about $60, 60 million. Um, and a fundraising effort uh, was raised at the time to help people who lost uh, property. Their, some of them lost their homes. They totally wiped out. And... Um, the money was was raised to help them with uh, things that insurance would not cover. Um, so they raised about uh, a little over one million euros, mm -hmm. and have spent almost all of it uh, to help with the cleanup and to help people get back on their feet. And there's another forty-two thousand euros uh, remaining, and they're going to use that to plant trees that were ripped up by that tornado. Yeah, amazing. Three hundred homes damaged in the uh, in this storm, and a third of them were left uninhabitable. So it's a, it's a pretty major, uh, major incident that uh, well continues to need support. I wonder, uh, is there a way that people can still do that? Do you know, is there? Well, the particular uh, charity effort uh, has closed and stopped taking donations. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not aware if there's any other effort to help those people beyond that or if, if that has wrapped up now. Cool. Uh, what else have you got going on this week? Anything that you're working on that you want to head up? or? 
just to make sure everyone checks out uh, uh, luxtimes.lu yes please luxtimes.lu good uh, all the uh, top local news stories uh, in detail there Emery thanks so much for joining us thanks for having me see you next time <laughs>